Um, and you're just getting introduced. You're not a guest or anything. So don't act like we're going to talk about you for oh a my long God, time. So I'm family? <laughs> oh, my God. He has been so positive today, guys, and filled with love. And I don't know who the fuck's body snatched him. But I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm I loving it. it. You're it. Right. nice. I haven't felt any warmness since I got here. <laughs> Just wait five minutes, <laughs> bitch. Just wait five minutes. It'll I've happen. I've been here for ten. I'm sweating <laughs> through this blouse. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. So nice to see you all again. Joining us is Lucy Wack. Hey girl. Hi, girl. <laughs> Did you like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep doing this like, mom, <laughs> 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 or like Mo Mo someone from uh, fucking Mad TV's character, and yeah. like she like you know like goes under the sneeze guard kind of lady, and he's always like, <laughs> wait, is that the girl that that worked at the grocery store? <laughs> Maybe, but I, she always. I think so. Yeah, Target. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> Rachel Sanders. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> Hey. Rachel, we got uh, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, my name is Maxwell, and I'm here today. That's so good to see you. Yes, you as well. Um, and we have uh, Tito Bonito back in the house. Hi, Tito. Hello, how are you? So good to see you again. So good to have you. The last show that you were on, it was a blistering inferno in here, and, uh, and we had a, a difficult guest. Oh, shit. I wish I could have been here for that. I wish we could have trade places. (laughs) (laughs) I would have done your gig. You could have done mine. Oh, yeah. That's when you thought you could get another millennial to replace me. But as you know, I am the best millennial on the planet. Yeah. Well, I learned that. Yes. I I am the best millennial on the planet. It's cool. I'm going to (laughs) say in in regards to the Tony Soto show, sure. Um, (laughs) I'm like the best of the worst. Okay. What's going on, everybody? What's happening? What's the haps? Uh, I just got a video done for Lucy Stool yesterday. Was this uh, regarding her uh, her adult erotica toys? Yes, yes. Her new merch that she will be vending at DragCon. Uh, It's a little promo vid that we (laughs) went rogue shot at the Chicago Cultural Center. It was cute, girl. (laughs) I love that building in Chicago. Yeah. It's yeah, downtown. It really it's pretty. beautiful. They have like a beautiful like uh, stained glass dome, right? Is that right? Yeah. There's yeah. some kind well, of roof stained thing. Glass, but they got a big, big dome. They got some dome action going on. Dome action. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. It's is on it, Michigan. Uh, Randolph and Michigan Avenue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Surprise. I don't know where the cultural center is. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Shocker. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, Lucy, it was super epic. It was, I I thought it was going to be a perfume, a perfume commercial. That's that's what we were going is for. That it, was, it was yes. mocking the the perfume commercials, you know. Just think Natalie Portman. Yeah. Think yes. Lucy Stool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I see it. Um, I do. Yeah. Lucy Stool is actually performing at my show. This party's lame on the thirteenth of May at Precinct. And she will also be selling uh, her dick there as well. So ample opportunities to have Lucy Stool inside you. Mm. Um, That's so exciting. The video looks great, Lucy. It's super epic, and I loved it. Thanks, thanks. It was really great getting an opportunity to work with her again. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Keep me in the know. Uh, Rachel, anything cool happening? You're bald again. Summer must be in Chicago. Yeah, it was warm, and it's still warm, so I shaved my head. That's right. It's not a Britney moment when Rachel does it. It's just time because it's hot, right, girl? Well, yeah, and it's like it, I hate having hair. It feels good to not have hair. So. Yeah. We've got a great-shaped head for it, too. Sure. Like, I'm really Don't I? 
Yeah. And it's super oh, yeah. tatted really up, too. Like, who can work a, a buzz cut. Like, I came out of a vagina, too. I was not a C-section baby. <laughs> Congratulations. That's a strong head. You know, uh, Starting out right. you can tell that uh, Rachel had ample tummy time. Like her, she's she's got a perfectly <laughs> rounded head. Your, your mother was very attentive to how you were lying down. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Maxwell. Yes. What's going on? Um, nothing. I've just been preparing for DragCon. Oh, tis the season. It is upon us. Yes. This yes. is this is the uh, DragCon show. Yes, I'm very excited to spend the whole weekend with you. <laughs> Here, I'll say it more excited yes, this time. Yes, yeah, uh, let's cut. <clears throat> Action. I'm really excited to spend the whole weekend with you again. Okay, well, no, <laughs> that was good. I have How's notes coming along, Tony. I wouldn't know. I'm not doing anything about it. Uh, it's all being done for me. My good Judy Nate Stoner is putting together a very fabulous backdrop. I did see what it's going to look like, and it's super cute. I think we're uh, table E10. So if you are. Um, at DragCon and you want to come and tell me how I was wrong about a certain drag queen come do it it'll be fun or if you want to buy my butt sticker I ordered more so don't worry I'm going to have a lot of my ass to share with all of you and there will be free Tony Soto show stickers and I bought some hats some cute snapbacks uh, for $15 um, and it's going to be Venmo and cash only because I'm not getting one of those fucking cubes it's silly um, so yeah, if, do you I get a hat? Uh, yes, you all get hats. You get hats. You get a hat. Yes, you get Harpo. a hat. Yes, <laughs> but the people at DragCon have to pay $15 for the hats. But thank you. They're going to be super cute. I promise. Tito, are you going to be at baseball DragCon? hats or like I, what kind of hats? Uh, they're snapbacks. Okay. Yeah, so like they're snapbacks, like ball caps, so you can put your enamel pins on them, like and, and go around and show your friends that you have great taste in podcasts and drag queens. Thank you. Um, but you're not going to be a drag con, right, Tito? I only won't be because I'll be out of town. I'm going home to Miami because oh. I'm working at a venue and they're closing down. It's the last weekend, so I wanted to go and, you know. Perform get More naked there one more time. Get naked there one more time. <laughs> get naked I love there that. I'm sad what you venue? won't be here. I am sad too because I. What well, I'm sorry, Lucy. What venue? It's called El Toucan. It's in Brickle, mm -hmm. and it's like a Cuban cabaret. Even though they don't have toucan birds in Cuba, uh, <laughs> but it's like a fun fact, everybody. It's a nightclub too. So like they're taking over. The nightclub is taking over. They used to have a cabaret show, and it like ran with dinner. And then now they're just kind of like no more dinner, no more cabaret, no more cabaret, just nightclub. But debauchery. you um, have been doing you did something interesting recently. Uh, you were on NBC with you. Oh, uh, was I on it, too? Yes, you were. Bitch, I get did you. I get any radio? Did they ever use any of my audio? Yeah, remember the they did. Bitch, I send you this video too. <laughs> they had because they had your moment. Tell people what it is. Tell people I'm what sorry. you did. We were on NBC's show First Look that airs after SNL on Saturdays, and we were giving a makeover, a boyless superstar makeover to MTV star Johnny Bananas. I don't know if you guys know Johnny Bananas. He was like on Road <laughs> Rules and like. <laughs> Real world challenges and shit for like the last like 11 years. I just want to say how much I love and respect my cast today for saying no, they don't know who he is. <laughs> nope. But, no, I have no idea. Oh, but, a reality star? No. Yeah, and he, uh, Tony gave him the like makeover, like the physical makeup makeover. I did his makeup, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And what'd you do, t Tito? I taught him how to strip. I put him in a costume. I dressed him up and then I put him in a show and he got naked in front of everyone. And that was the thing, like, they were if even though it's NBC and it airs super late, they apparently are playing it like in cabs and like on the subway and stuff like that. Everywhere. Oh, nice. So they were nervous about having tassels and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, if you can't have tassels, then it's kind of going to be like. Did he have tassels? Yeah. Did they, you give him assholes? Was assholes too much? No. Oh, yeah. They were not. They, they were, were not, not going to do an asshole. No. Not even playing with that. They did not want jiggling butt cheeks. I'm no, surprised no. they showed. On cabs. They showed worldwide. all of the guys. They showed all of the guys without a shirt, which I thought was hysterical that they were making a big deal about a person, a man being shirtless on television yeah well you yeah, know that's really strange if you call attention to the nipples that's what everyone's offended about that's you know what i mean kinda, like, yeah. it's like don't look at the nipples um well <laughs> we don't like admitting they're useless and sexualizing <laughs> it i can see that because the audience is supposed to be like broad even though it aired at 1 a.m it's supposed to air all the time how was your experience did you enjoy it yeah it was fun i think it came out good it was a good representation of like 
the debauchery that I do on stage. I gave that straight boy faggotry. Like yeah, you every <laughs> everything that he said, I always had like a, 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 a like a biting remark back to him because I was like, "Look, straight <laughs> boy." Because they had you on the they had him on the segment, and then they also had like other videos that weren't on the segment on Twitter. Uh huh. And then that's why they. Had oh, one so I the, made Twitter. I was. No, I was, made both, bitch. I was cutting room floor. He made both, bitch. Okay. So. Um, I would like to say congrats, Tito, on getting into Beehoff again this year. Thank you. Thank uh -huh. you. Oh, yeah. yeah, did we talk uh -huh. about that last time That's you were here? Less Hall of Fame, people. Two the times. Burlesque Hall of Two fame. times. Two times. And they let me dance to TLC. What? I was like, <laughs> I don't give a shit if I win. I fucking won. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. <clears throat> so Look it's going to be a good you. time. Are you going, Lucy? No, I'm not this year. We're looking at next year. Okay. Well, it's cool because I'll go every year, so I'll see you for sure. And I'm planning a trip <laughs> to Chicago soon, so. Yes, well, so oh, so are uh, Maxwell and I. Cute. So um, so we That's got the Lucky sure Horseshoe thing? Lounge, yeah. uh, said that we could do a live uh, Tony Soto show there. And so I'm thinking uh, the week of Thanksgiving, um, like record it on that Monday. Uh, and then so that way I can put it up at the regular time, which is always the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, it'll be a fun little trip. And people have already sent us money to help uh, uh, supplement the travel cost. Because, listen, if, if you can get us there, we'll do a free show for Chicago. We will. <laughs> we're not we won't charge any kind of fee to come and watch us. Um, but if you help us get there. Then we're going to do a free show. Oh, if, I don't have to sleep with anybody for this? You don't. I mean, but listen. <laughs> could, Unless you I, want to. Could we Just have that? Like, could we auction that off? <laughs> could we? <laughs> that's amazing marketing. Yeah, like, listen. I mean, that's what I, how I've been marketing my whole life. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can always Venmo me at the Tony Soto Show and specifically say it's for travel. And it, all the money that you send will go to that. Or you can go to our website. If anyone does go to the website, there's a PayPal link there. Uh, that'll link you to my uh, PayPal. Um, the Venmo is at the Tony Soto show. So uh, we, I'm excited. That would be kind of exciting. I'm not excited about the time frame we're going because, like, I winter. Know. I know, I know, I know. Not winter in Chicago. <laughs> it could still November be yet, though. Yeah. Oh, and my whole thing. Listen, it's gonna be under 60 degrees and probably not sunny. I'll be very unhappy. I mean, but you're gonna be there <laughs> for two days, Queen. So I mean, come on. How how hard is that gonna be for you? Oh, you, you I can, mean, you can you can handle that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, I didn't know I was going for two days, but oh. that's okay. Oh, we wait. can talk about this later. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, one day, girl. I don't care. Whatever's cheapest. Logistics. Oh, I was going to go to Chicago. Like, oh, going, he was like, I was oh, going that's for even like better. No, because you, t I, I was under the impression that you needed to be at your retail store <laughs> no, uh, I mean, for the holiday. No, I mean, if you got me there earlier and I got back before the holiday, it would probably be better because we won't be busy. Oh, then that's totally. Do yeah, we will talk about this. But we're <clears> excited yes. to come because the show is going to be five years old. Uh, which is yeah. it's insane that uh, that it has been and it's changed and evolved and we and we've added more people and it's just a good old time um, and so we want to do a live show in Chicago I want to do it at the Lucky Horseshoe Lounge because why the fuck not afterwards we have a bunch of go-go's and we get drunk I'll get Chicago drunk everybody I mean, I won't drink whiskey, but I'll drink a lot of vodka and water. I want and I want a deep dish pizza. Yeah. I'm gonna pack I wanna, a, I'm, I want a stripper. I'm gonna pack a, <laughs> I'm gonna pack my bag with edibles and lactate, and I'm just gonna have a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, I want to go back down to the sticks and have a holiday with the family. And, you know, I want to do that kind of shit. Why not? Why not? And, you know, our anniversary is in November. You just got to deal with that. Sorry, Maxwell, you're a noob. I mean, no, I don't have to deal with it, but I will. <laughs> don't tell me what I have to do. I'm an adult. <laughs> Are well, you, though? Yeah, you learned it here first, Yes, folks. I'm 27 years old. I'm officially old enough to be thankful that people say I still look young. <laughs> I'm a fucking You're old enough to have a 10-year-old child. I mean, <laughs> people are like, you look so young now. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'm like, as long as it's um, over 21, right? And they're usually like, no. <laughs> my my grocery store crush didn't card me for some alcohol recently, and I was like very offended. 
Maybe he just knew because you're always there. I mean, there. You're his, he's your crush, so I mean, you've seen him before, so yeah. hopefully he was like, babe, I yeah. know who you are. Like, he's, I got you. He's seen you scantily clad. He knows that. You. He's like, no respectable underage girl would be looking like this. What if he follows? <laughs> I mean, maybe he follows you on the gram and knows that you work at a bar. Does he follow you on the gram? Do you follow that? Do you guys follow who unfollows you on the gram? Of course I do. I, that no. app was the, uh, my, I hate no. that that app is on my phone. Oh, I don't but have I the, can't bring myself to take it off. Oh, I don't have the is, app. Is I the just physically Instagram? go on Instagram. Yes. Is that? Yes, Abuela. Yes, well, it I, sure I, is. I know that people were calling it Insta oh. for a while, <laughs> and now I guess that was just too long, so now everyone's changed it to the gram. Yeah. Well, the gram sounds more like an action. Like, you grammed it, the gram. Like you didn't Insta. Insta. Like you gram. couldn't insta it. That sounds so ugly. That's like quiche loopy. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, we're going to take a fucking break um, because I need to strangle a bitch. Uh, <laughs> his dick. We'll be right back. Sure, your face is fish, but are your fingers? Fish your fingers with Custom Nails by Mossy Makeup. Custom Nails by Mossy Makeup. Find me on Instagram at mossy.makeup to place your order. And we are back with the show. And uh, guys, we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, episode seven. Um, I'm I'm exhausted. I, I'm exhausted from talking about this show. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I think that there will be some um, evolution and adjustments to uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, starting in season eleven. <laughs> um, RuPaul's season four. Um, so this was the Snatch Game episode, everybody. Oh. Um, the episode that gives me the most anxiety. Anxiety and mm. that I like the least, but always <laughs> have really? to watch. Yeah, you're hopeful. I was gonna say I'm like over it. I'm like they could just not do it. Yeah, anymore. or change or do something else because uh, the thing is, is like the idea of match game is so fun because it's improv and like you know it could be done beautifully. But the idea that. Uh, that being that kind of drag queen, like a theater queen or something, is necessary to be a drag queen. There are so many queens that don't abide by that. You know what I mean? True. Like, think about the the franchise history. How we've seen a lot of queens like, well, that's not me. I don't do that kind of stuff. Um, but you would think by now, because it 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 happens every fucking time the show happens, that people would come prepared. And they still don't. And I, I mean, even if they come prepared, it doesn't mean they're going to be good at it. True. Yeah. I mean, some of those yeah. girls just are not funny. Like, yeah. and I mean, being funny as somebody else is like way harder like than just not being even funny at being yourself. Funny. It's like you have to be very quick witted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to, to listen. And, and I really think have that to, like, know that person. I think the people that really do well are people that also have like been paying attention to that person forever. Like Judge Judy and Adore yeah. Delano with Anna Nicole Smith. Like, yeah. They were like those were people I like looked up to my whole life. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I don't know. So it, it just it just leaves a lot to be desired uh, most of the time. And it's a train wreck most of the time. But um, well, let's start because the library was open uh, on this episode. How do we feel about the reads, everybody? I mean, for how yeah. shady they've been this whole season. Right? The moment they were supposed to be shady, they really dropped the ball. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think that there's a lot of there's enough animosity amongst some of the cast members Seriously. that there could have been some good biting reads. Good ass. I felt like they were trying to be safe. Which is again funny because they've been so like heated to each other. But I felt like in that moment they were like just trying to make the joke. Yeah, uh, Tito, did so you over fat jokes? Wait, what was up, girl? I'm just so over fat jokes. I agree. Well, and I think that that uh, you know, and I think that that was one funny thing that Eureka said when she was like, "I can't wait to hear all the jokes you have yeah. to say about me being fat." You know what I mean? That was like the one. Um, did Eureka win it though? Like because everyone else sucked. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I think like I think Cameron Michaels was kind of like better than I thought. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I think that Cameron is definitely showing a lot more life, but no one is more surprised that he's on there than Cameron Michaels. So <laughs> um, 
you, you know. <laughs> so, and the thing is, is like, I love how everyone is like, oh, he's so good now. I'm like, well, because you're just hearing his voice for the first time. So, of course, you're like, oh, that's something new. We've bis- I mean, been I, listening to all these. Yes. Yeah, he's been good the whole season. I don't know why people are like, oh, he's good now. Um, he's, he's just more he's vocal, just so you see his like, personality more than. You I do. mean, he's been he's been a coaster, well, which is which is which is how you have to play the game. Which is, I mean, like, listen, either you you're a standout, you're really shitty, or you're a coaster. And like her and Monique have been coasters. So, and, and that's fine. That and, is he and, gonna br- pull a Trixie Mattel? Yeah, and and then Cracker's <laughs> also a coaster. So I mean, but the thing is, is like without many girls, you want to be able to coast for a while. Like I I yeah. would I'm I would be happy with safe True. up until you get to about seven. I feel like Cracker's attitude definitely makes her on the lower half though. Because I feel like what? she's like really, like, I no, I like, like her, but I don't think she likes herself. Well, and I, that's and, the problem. And I don't think I think I that she's getting a Trixie Mattel edit in the way of that she's not not being portrayed as funny as she really is. Right. Either. Yeah, like I think she's really like missing the like because I, I feel like she had really rave reviews and she's really just not hitting the mark. Yeah, and I mean Monet's gone up, but she's really actually gone like down. Right. Um. Well, yeah. And the thing is, like, I I don't know. Like, the art of reading is just. I don't. I think that there's a lot more misses than there. Did, did anything stand out to you, Tito? No, literally the one thing that Eureka said. Yeah, like, that was like. I mean, Eureka is showing out, and Eureka is uh, is is a top contender right now. So uh, I did LOL when Aquarius said the villain instead of the <laughs> <laughs> and that was really yeah, funny. Yeah, you know what? I, my my <clears throat> thoughts on Aquaria right now is I think that she is uh, more cunning than we think. Yeah, um, I'm surprised. I like. I thought uh, like at the beginning of the season, I thought I was going to hate her, and I thought she was going to be fucking annoying, but. I mean, I knew she was talented. Yeah. But like, she's really impressing me. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I thought she was gonna be like very one note. Like, okay, you're pretty and like high fashion or whatever. But like, she's been really good at like almost everything that they've thrown at her. Agreed. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, snatch game. Um, and the way we're gonna take this is we're going to talk about uh, their choice. We're going to talk about their discussion with RuPaul, and then we're going to talk about their performance on Snatch Game in a row, each one. I think that would probably be easier. So that way, we're gonna, and we can, you know what I mean? Yes. So let's start with uh, Monique, who um, uh, she had, did she have two different ones that she was going to do? She did. Yeah. What, what, what was, what was the, the, the one she didn't go with? It was not funny. I remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this well, is how much horrible this game that was. But she she ultimately did Maxine. Auntie Maxine, she's a uh, uh She could do Whitney? No, that was, was Asia. Asia. Yeah. That was Asia. That's what I thought, too. Oh, no, Asia was Beyonce. Wait. No, no she Asia said Beyonce or, or Whitney some... because it was the oh, cocaine right, Whitney, thing. Well, let's the, start there because the... obviously you know who that is. We'll start with Asia. So Asia said that Googling she was – we'll, we'll do uh, Maxi. We'll come back to uh, Monique. But uh, so Asia uh, – and this was interesting to me because uh, she said she had two. She'd either be Whitney or she would be um, <clears throat> uh, Beyonce. Uh, and RuPaul asked her to do Beyonce, and she did, and she didn't. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it was like, woo. RuPaul didn't want her to <clears throat> do any kind of drug references if she was going to do Whitney. Yeah, what do you think about that? Can Whitney still be uh, done over the top without being cocaine, yes. Whitney? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, you can, but, but I mean, it's, it's not going to reach. I think co- it's a part of her story. Over the top. I'm sorry, we stepped on you, Lucy. What'd you say? Okay, you can, but it's not going to reach the absolute over the top. I mean, the thing is, is like the, the cocaine thing was such a, a major part in her existence. Uh, but she sweats a lot. Like you could have done something like that. <laughs> I mean, she, that she was on cocaine. But that's all part of that cocaine, like her yeah. sweating and like being. Skinny well, listen, and, like... she was doing cocaine her entire career, yeah, so you literally. can't separate that. But we didn't really know she was doing it until she was doing the TV but show. But that's why you can do that that way, where you can kind of like hide it in the beginning, yeah. and then like it just gets worse, and then she's like sweating all of a sudden. You're like, Whitney, what the? I, I, I mean, there I, were like crazy moments on that show bad, that she but... could have really just been 
crazy. I don't know if I I don't know if I agreed with RuPaul uh, taking that away because yeah. it is a it is. But you know, it challenged. was that RuPaul or was that VH1? Yeah, well, uh, oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure it was VH1. Um, well, so what about her uh, performance as Beyonce? Right no. out there. See, this is this We'll we'll uh, we'll uh, piggyback uh, to the Vixen next because it goes together. But like, she decided to do Beyonce, and is Beyonce is Beyonce the right thing? Should we stop? Should we? Yeah, nobody we should have. fucking do Beyonce because she doesn't have a personality. Yeah, at least not one that she shows to us. But you, you can know? still you can still not have a personality and be funny as shit. You, everyone just does her like the way that they see her perform, not the way that she actually is, which is quiet and shady and like a little. You know, she doesn't talk that well as Wendy Williams. Well, she like, got really mean. And yeah, out of nowhere. Like that, no, it was, like, pointless. It was aggressive. Like, when do you yeah. see Beyonce mean besides, like, when she's doing Sasha Fierce? And Vixen should have known that was the bad, uh, a bad idea from yeah. the beginning to team up with her in that way. Because the the, the, the thing well, that rang to me. did their talk show act go? The thing that, mm. the thing, yeah, right. You, mm. you can't, you can't, you I hope you're not blaming Asia for no. Well, no. Well, well, well. well, Okay, calm down, because yes, I kind of am. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. She was like, um, "I'm going to uh, let you establish yourself as a character before I say anything." And when it happened, the moment she said something, she said, "Shut up, girl," or whatever. So the thing is, is like when you have someone feeding you negative, negative, negative that you didn't ask. I mean, well, I don't know if she asked her, like if it was an. Agreement. It was an agreement that was wrong because Asia brought her down in the fact that whenever Vixen tried to talk, there was a rebuttal coming from her very angry mother. And that and to Vixen me blamed Eureka for stepping on her time. Well, the thing is, okay. it's like is is the thing is, is Vixen like Vixen chose a child who's never we we've never heard her speak or like, we which don't know could, anything about her. Which could have been done so Fucking funnily. Funnily? Funnily? <laughs> yes, exactly. It so could funnily. have been funnily. I mean, the thing is, isn't, isn't that little child a meme queen? Like, yeah. couldn't you, I mean, couldn't you have just, couldn't you have just like one meme? Like, that, that literally just means faces. Yeah, so it's was one Vixen meme. just going to not speak the whole time and just like make sour faces? Because that's what she's known for. And I mean, like I two... don't see why not. I don't see why that Shh. wouldn't. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I think that might be cool to have seen. But, well, she obviously chose uh, Blue Ivy. She chose Blue Ivy. I know. I get it. I get it, Rachel. I'm just saying, like, it, it, it probably, when she did her testimonial or confessional and she told about, um, when she explained the reason why to me, it was like, cause I don't know that girl, nor do I care about her. But to me, I was like, all right, I, I can buy your bit. You know what I, I mean? mean? But it's like, the thing was, is when she said it was about <laughs> memes, it's like, a, sure, a couple memes, but it's all the same punchline. That yeah. she's just yeah. like rolling her eyes. Yeah. And I mean, that was quite a, like, okay. I mean, she would have really had to roll her eyes, but what she did was she just acted like a baby. Yeah. yeah, and that's not funny. No, you're right. Um, so wait, did we find out what uh, Maxine? She wanted did? to be from the girl from Empire Cookie. That's oh, yeah, right, Cookie, Cookie oh. from Cookie Empire. Our Maxine Waters, and she chose that Maxine. That would have been much better, I do, think. Do you? Th- well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, Cookie's funny. <clears throat> the thing is, is and and so. But didn't they do that in season eight? Didn't they season do a nine. sort of empire? They did like they an did. empire. Oh, yeah, thing. They did. Yeah, we bought the drag that. Yeah. But, but, but the that would have been different. Like the moment yeah. that RuPaul asks you, do it for me, and then you don't do it for her, you shouldn't do that, that part, one. Yeah. You know what I mean? She gives you hints in those conversations, though, all the time. Like she even brings it back. She's yeah. like, I gave you exactly <clears throat> what yeah, we would have told. Like, yeah, when she said that to but Asia. She, she, I, I, she told, didn't she tell Naomi to do uh, New York? And then she did New York and fucking bombed it. I mean, well, oh, do I don't you, know. But do you think if she, she would have like... uh, aced her other one? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure that uh, that uh, I want to call can't... her Maxine. Uh, <laughs> that Monique would would have nailed Cookie either. You know what I mean? I think but she I think would have. Would... I think Monique's funny. Yeah, that would... she could have been like so crazy. With but it. I think Monique I think that Monique is, so is funny as a person. I don't think she's necessarily funny as a character. But but, but Monique would match Cookie more because they're both yeah. kind of loud and like they could. It it would match more her personality. 
personality. Yeah, Maxine is hard. Like the thing is, is like she's she, yeah. if reclaiming if reclaiming your time is it. Like I mean, she's she's come out and her interviews are pretty funny. Like when she calls yeah. Trump a racist straight out. But it, I mean, it, it it was a lofty choice on her part. Um, who did fucking Cracker do? Dorothy oh, something. Dorothy Parker. Thank yeah. you. Um, I I just think that that's that is too obscure. Yeah, it's I think the same going... shit as Ben De La Creme do does every fucking. Everyone knows Downton Abbey. Everyone knew that show. It was super the, hot. Nobody when, knew the other. But guys not the All Stars. Everyone um, knew fucking Paul Lind. I didn't. Uh, listen, well, I didn't. Well, well, well. Lind. That oh. is your problem. The thing is, is like Paul Lind is a gay icon. This Dorothy person, I don't. I, and maybe she. I don't want to be like a uh, fucking Thorgy, and you know. Well, but great, I don't but know her to be. Katya do. Katya did that like car salesman or whatever. What are you talking about? When Isn't she Katya was that person. No, the first time she did it, she did some obscure person, and it was really funny. It you was can like do anyone, you just have to be well, funny. Well, Paul Lind yeah. isn't an obscure person. I'm just wanting no, to say but, that. No, but well, I'm giving but, you an example but, but, of like, somebody who when was. When Sasha did Marlena Dietrich, I think that's that's pulling from pretty far back, mm -hmm. and that's not exactly an established personality. But, and she made that funny. Like same same with um. But she is a gay icon. Alaska did uh, Mae West. Yeah. You know. They are gay icons, but it's not like we have a lot of interviews with them. It's not like we have a lot of current like footage and like content to pull from yeah. and like different things. Like yeah. she did one famous Marlena Dietrich look, Sasha did, and like killed it. Yeah. Well she missed I think the cracker missed the mark here and it just it just wasn't funny and I it's unfortunate. Why wasn't she looking up? She kept looking down the whole time too. She wasn't like making eye contact. Yeah. Like I get it that she was like supposed to be negative, but yeah. like she could have at least like looked at the camera while Rolled looking your eyes negative. Up. Yeah, like I was like, you can't see her face. Well, you know, she chose a celebrity that's behind the camera, not necessarily one in front of the camera. So she didn't either give us like she didn't give us a visual either for anyone to recognize like right. it was kind of, it was it was i agree with you a little too obscure tony well uh we have uh sans the vixen on the bottom row we have our top three let's start with uh maya angelo we didn't talk about cameron as china oh i keep forgetting about her which is actually, great we job. It was actually funny. i thought it was really good because i was a fan of wrestling when china was alive and Same. wrestling did you and, watch china's uh, porn no. Ew. Why no. not? Why, 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 why? Don't shame me for not wanting. Listen, she was an entertainer that I was fond of when I enjoyed wrestling. Why do I want to watch her get railed? Yeah, I've never her watched Kim is, or Paris. Her Paris's. clit is like inches long. She Whoa. is dead, Rachel. She is dead. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Testosterone, dude. But actually, I'm going to say uh, uh, Cameron did very well. Like, he knows muscle. So yeah. it was smart to do the protein yeah. shakes, the the, the the dumbbells. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. Well done, Cameron. I listen. I can hear you now. That's all, so. I'm happy. I can hear you finally. Um, so we have uh, uh, Maya Angelou, uh, Monique, uh, Mo <laughs> the fuck Monet Exchange. There's a lot of M's. Um, You've had a lot of weed. She nailed it. Like mm -hmm. nailed after it. coming yeah, off funny. of All Stars three and seeing poor Gigi, yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> like spell the name right. And the thing is, is like they were filming back to back, so uh, mm -hmm. Monet didn't know yeah. that it had already been done. So that was even cooler. And and the, the fact that she started about uh, talking about the caged bird, I know that was really it was funny. just super super on point, and I enjoyed watching that. Um, uh, then we have Aquaria. Oh my god, that like, was so funny. Aquaria, it was so fucking hilarious. So fucking funny. I hate I hate that I say that, but like she's been in character that whole time. The winking thing, like the scene yeah. there and like kind of blinking and like like how and like the, and the fucking uh, Michelle Obama name tag. Yes. <laughs> and the box. I mean, she just really so she just really showed that like this is what I'm talking about. When it comes to someone like Aquaria, where I mean, obviously people are surprised that she did so well. She at least knows the show through and through and knows that 
you have to come with a developed character. What did you think of uh, of Melania? Melania? Oh my gosh. Melania. She, she was amazing. And that's the thing. Like, you can literally pick anybody. And as long as you just, like, make the right choices, you're going to fucking slay it. So I think the cool part about Snatch Game is the fact that, like, it is such a massive train wreck because you can weed out who is, like, the jam. Yeah, That's there's true. there was a lot of over talking going on this time, and yeah. and it was it's like very reminiscent of season four. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah, I was. was. The same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and but the thing is, is, like, like she had bits. She had the Tiffany's box, and, and what made her so smart was. She couldn't have known that Cameron was going to be China. So oh, the China comment was so was fucking so good. Funny. <laughs> so that China comment, when I heard that, the my immediately thought was, "Oh, she reads." Yeah. <laughs> oh, she reads. Yeah, I love no. her. She's. Yeah. I look. Look. She has quickly won me over. Um, I yeah. can. I can look past the fact that. I, I feel like honestly, to be honest, since she was chastised by Vixen, I feel like that took her off of a high horse and now she is competing on a level of a plane because it was interesting when we had the vixen on uh last week and she was saying that people were afraid to confront her and eureka because of their uh internet personnel or the presence on the internet already so i i like to see that eureka is now aren't eureka um aquaria is just focused and yeah, I think that really shook her, the whole being confronted as a racist on the show, because I think as a public, like already a public figure to go on the show and like one of the first things that's said is you're racist. Yeah, is yeah. Like, which shows you she's a smart girl. She's like, I don't want that to be my branding. I want my branding to be uh, what I'm doing on this show. And she's turning it out. Like, well, especially yeah. for Sharon Needles as her drag mom to be called a racist on episode one <laughs> is not a look to have. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Didn't Sharon Needles do Nazi stuff? So, I mean, yeah, like, no, that's what I mean. So, oh, I got that's it. The, that's so, the team. like, yeah, like, um, Sharon is also known for like racial slurs. Well, let's yes. <laughs> let's talk, uh, Eureka. Um, that was funny. It was funny. It, it drawing was really the drawing on the cards the... instead of writing was so fucking smart. She nailed it. I'm yeah. glad that she didn't go with Divine because, and this is the where I was talking about yeah. when RuPaul says do it for me and you don't do it for her, then you don't do that character. And that's exactly what Eureka did. She's like, well, out the window. Um, here's what I thought that she was brilliant from the very beginning to the very end. And here's, here's what I want to talk about, uh, when it comes to like Vixen, because I have been a defender of Vixen, uh, this whole season. I think that, you know, uh, for someone who has been, um, on the receiving end of like a lot of shade, she has defended herself well, in my opinion, mm -hmm. it got messy on this episode yeah, because she was I think she's a very sore loser I think that she was frustrated with the fact that <clears throat> she knows that she wasn't doing well and that Eureka was and so instead of channeling her anger towards the person who she should have been angry with which is Asia and herself of course for choosing that uh that she turned it on Eureka and that's unfair because Eureka was doing snatch game. Mm -hmm. And what I was telling uh Shea Coulee earlier, I was like, you know what would have been good television is if every time Asia was bitchy Beyonce and told uh the little girl to do something, she ignored her and just started playing with fucking Eureka. Yeah. Like, why? They're two little girls. Why aren't they drawing together? Why aren't they? This was a time where Vixen could have, like, been a professional, swallowed her fucking pride. Yeah, I was going to say she was too in her feelings. Yeah, yeah. And did, like, something, did something out of the ordinary. Yeah. And, like, bond with that character that uh, Eureka was doing. It made or me wrote escape notes. What's up? Like. In, like writing like notes on her in, in her answers be all like help like me notes. I'm trapped yes. yeah. I need sunshine you know like things like getting away from this like or be like why is mommy so mean yeah. like right like do something like that like yeah. she's not usually like this you know yeah. like I, yeah. I, I don't Smart know Smart choices and you know what Rachel I think you're right I think that she was a sore loser in this aspect but we've always known that she's had 
I think it was just easier for her to take the frustration out on uh, Eureka because that's what she's been doing this whole show. It just made me really sad. I felt like she was really contradicting herself because her first episode, the first episode, she was like, you're coming at me negative. And uh, Eureka went first and she didn't even vote for the Vixen. And the Vixen was like, not only am I going to vote for Eureka, but she's also unprofessional. And I can't believe none of you see that. Yeah. That's so like that was so bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I understand it was coming from her feelings, but like. But you have to be able to like in your feelings, whenever you're feeling the worst, when you're at your job. You hold that shit together. You leave that yeah. shit at the doors. Well, that's or what she said. She backstage. said that Eureka is so unprofessional. But, like, girl, you're the one that looks unprofessional right now. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she definitely... Uh, I, 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 think that, I think that Vixen should have said Monique uh, yeah. in that situation. Well, so you're, uh, Aquaria won... Uh, which was an amazing oh, win, and she fucking deserved it because of her yeah. runway looks. Um, the oh, the yeah. uh, so the so runway. I hated uh, the runway. I just want to say this as a blanket statement. Oh, okay. I did not because care for the wheelchairs. I don't care about. Listen, like here's the thing. Like uh, I don't want to say I don't care about the wheelchairs. I understand that the wheelchairs might be triggering to people who have to live in wheelchairs their entire lives. To me, I wasn't affected by it. But um, and, and you know um uh. The divine mess, Miss M, Bette Midler herself, has gotten flack for using wheelchairs. But the thing is, is at least Bette Midler gussied up her wheelchairs. Mm. These were just fucking oversized airport wheelchairs that they got from some fucking place <laughs> where they put some sparkly paper on the wheels. They found I'm sorry. It on Skidra, or on Hollywood Boulevard. They well, picked it up you right can tell. <laughs> you can tell. So that was what bugged me. <clears throat> but no, Aquaria was a fucking amazing yeah. This looked like mermaid. A- she was the one, like obviously the one who like was thinking outside of the box yeah. more well, than was- anyone else. Well, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to be a pretty mermaid. It right. was conceptual and it was political. Yeah, like, yeah it was it, great. It hit a lot of notes and she yeah. did it really well. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, um, Monique failed at it. I did. I did. I wasn't feeling. Uh, it, it, this looked like she did it and. 30 minutes if she did make yeah. this um i'm assuming she did because she ripped it <laughs> i mean she I says like every Eureka's costume big you like eureka's yeah. Oh, yeah, wig. Me too. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I thought like wig. i thought that eureka looked good too i enjoyed it and i, I thought did, yeah. oh no you no really? i didn't think the blood why thing was necessary she, well also she was literally just all naked on the last challenge why did she have nude canvas all over her body oh okay like it just looked cheap like I, everybody looked really cheap except for Aquaria. I I agree with you. I mean, like I was super put out that uh, that Vixen's bra was on like, crooked. Oof, it was um, bad. I I didn't know what uh, Monet was doing at all. Um, she didn't even have like. I got it. Tits. Ghost fish. Ghost fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, can we talk about Asia in the mask? How do yes, we feel about I was that? I say, I don't know how you said Aquarius was the only unique one because that mask is iconic. Like that mask, those cameramen, you knew they were like, we're going to fuck with her. The editors were like, we're going to fuck with her because you just saw quick shots of that mask from the moment it came on throughout the entire Untucked and everything. Just... <laughs> I loved it. I mean, so I liked it. Not for a mermaid look, but to I me, liked, it I was liked the, the to mouth me, mood. I was different. Down. To me, it was super artistic. I thought, well, yeah, yeah, why would like if you think about it, like they live in the water, like why the hell would they be beautiful? You yeah. know what I mean? They'd always be pruny. Well, I, I mean, I wish she'd taken it further and done the like reverse mermaid where yes, it was like was fish on top, that. woman on bottom. Yeah, the legs. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say With that. flippers and the, in the back gill and like didn't even need the wheelchair because she did the reverse mermaid. Yeah. Fully. And that she could have walked smart. down the fucking runway too, yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh. Well, let's look at that. We'll we'll give her some notes. Uh <laughs> we'll put it in her suggestion next box. Time. Asia, t- you needed to take it to the next level. Just tweet her the link to the podcast. Well, let's talk about the untucked because uh mm. that kind of got really blown up because everyone chose Vixen. Uh well, pretty much everyone, except for uh Eureka. <laughs> chose Vixen to go home because Ray uh RuPaul asked the infamous question um i think that i think that her anger again uh was misplaced um because she was mad at her sister she was mad at monique she was mad at asia and she was mad at monet um because they voted for her and 
But like rightfully so. I mean, do you disagree? I mean, uh, yeah, I think that I think Monique, Monique was absolutely worse. the yeah. worst and she should have and, and and for her to sit there and say that she saw a plateau on Vixen's part. Literally. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. So it's not a lie that Monique hasn't been prepared a majority of this season. I mean, maybe yeah. the girl saw something during Snatch Game that we didn't see. That could be a thing too, but it's still like every note that Monique gave was like shit that Monique was doing wrong. And it yeah. was such a scapegoat kind of answer that at yeah. least she could have gone with like a political or one or something. Yeah. But like that you're not prepared, that she keeps not being prepared, and it's like you bitch that about yourself. But then when uh, Vixen focuses her energy back on Eureka, uh, and the thing is, is like this, this is what also was I was like, you're being messy, bitch, because she's like, everyone in this room has said that they were annoyed with you. And Cameron's like, not me. Monet no, is like, not Monet, me. Not me. Um, yeah. And so then she did a... She altered she, it and was like... A Republican backtrack. They're, they, yeah, they're annoyed by you or they have a look that I saw. It yeah, was a... It was a re- so now she's making shit up. It yeah. was a Republican backpedal. Mm-hmm. It was, okay, maybe not your words, but your eyes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Vixen, I have to say that, like, you, you have to take a seat here. You do have to take a seat because this fight with Eureka is going to get you removed from the show. Like, because you're not performing at the level that she is. So you can't be that puffed up about your annoyance with her. You just can't. And you were right to, Vixen was right to say, I'm sorry, Monique, out of everyone, you were the weakest because that was true. And I think it would have been so much better if she, if Vixen would have just said uh, Monique should have went home instead of agreed venting mm-hmm. about Eureka. Um, the lip sync. Should we talk about the lip sync? Ugh, was, that was rough, <sighs> heartbreaking. How do they not know the words to that song? That song is so good. <laughs> <laughs> It was, um, it was pretty fierce. Personally offended. I, I mean, heartbroken. I mean, not knowing the words and then losing her hair immediately. immediately. Uh, well, I think that was her way of being like, I quit. Do you think? Mm, no, I she think it was like an accident. I think, I think not think learning the words off? was her she way of saying, I quit. Well, she didn't know the words. So I she think, knew half I mean, of them. She was like kind of mushing through no, some of them. The she knew the chorus. Knew, the vixen knew half of them. She <laughs> did not know any of them. <laughs> Oh, I guess I wasn't paying that much attention to Vixen. Did she not yeah, know it? I thought she, she knew. knew some of them. I mean, but they I, both were really having a hard time. I mean, I I I saw it from uh, Monique, and uh, it it was yeah. her time to go because you can only hear like when she was being uh, critiqued, and she's like, oh, "I do this every week, and you guys are never happy." It's like, girl, you've never gotten a critique. You're always safe. So mm-hmm. what the hell are you talking about? It's because she can't take a note. That's just something that's like, you know. Well, I love her, but bye. Bye, Monique. Bye. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm very sad that she went home. I think I she's too. fucking hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Bummed. Listen, she will be missed in the workroom, but I mean, that's a that's about it. And congratulations to Aquaria for winning because she that did. Was done. She, she did. She done did that. She done did that. <laughs> Okay, that was fun. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. We'll be back. Do you love drag queens? Do you love hearing about shit you shouldn't care to know? And do you want the two mixed together? Then come listen to Grizzly Kiki. Tony Soto says. They talk about shit you shouldn't care to know. And we weren't lying. So come listen at grizzlykiki.com. All right, everyone, we are back with the show, uh, and uh, we've come to our listener questions portion. We do this every week, so if you would like to have your questions, comments, concerns uh, read on the show, send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line listener questions. Now, a lot of you tuned in last uh, week with our uh, interview with the Vixen, and um, a lot of you had some things to say, and you emailed us, and there were a lot of you who were nasty, so um, <laughs> calm down. Um, so I picked three of uh, of the questions that I received in the few short days that that aired. So who's going to start it? I'm going to. Okay. Gabrielle says, 
If you're going to have the Vixen on and let her trash Eureka, why haven't you had Eureka on? I think that after the Vixen talking about white guilt on Untucked, I'm so annoyed by her. I've listened to your show for quite a while, and sometimes your anti-white rhetoric can be annoying. Can't you ever embrace a white queen and not call them out on their race? I like listening to you and your cast, but you shouldn't forget that drag queens are more than their color. Why people you should, should remember learn that. that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, she Lucky. talked about white guilt in the episode. Um, and notice we didn't talk about well, you will notice that we didn't talk about it. <laughs> so um, I think that you're incorrect. I look, I and after reading that letter, look, I sent out an email to the PR people and I have requested Eureka, so we'll see. Um, I would love to give her the floor and have her uh talk about her side. Um, and, and when it when it comes down to it, here, here's what I have to say the fact that um that Vixen has strong uh, feelings about being an, act- being an activist in Chicago and coming from the South Side and all this is because there is a race issue in the drag community. And uh, women of color are uh, given less opportunities in a lot of gay neighborhoods. So I'm not going to stop doing anti-white rhetoric until there's just no reason to do it anymore. And I appreciate that you listen to the show but it sounds like you're kind of the one of the reasons why i do talk about it so <laughs> hallelujah. right yeah hallelujah yeah, I, baby we don't talk about the white plight because there isn't one yeah right? you guys are fine like, that's just like, it like all of this you know i i don't call it anti-white as much as i want to call it pro not white <laughs> um, pro yeah. not white I like competition is because we need this like there it, it's an issue that needs to be talked about and for people to be aware of yeah. and you know if you don't see it if you're not I mean maybe you live in a place where you, life is magical and that's great for you but we don't yeah and uh, and I, I feel like it's a necessary thing to talk about but we try to get we're trying to get Eureka so <laughs> we'll do our best Gabrielle thank you for listing we um, love Cracker, too. I mean, <laughs> right? but white people, right? I mean, am I, I mean, right? Aren't what are you they, trying to say? Aren't they what? awful? Problem with what? What? They're so what? awful. What's the... Some of my best girlfriends are white. I present white. Gabrielle, we all have white friends, so yeah, it's okay for us to say that. We okay? have so many white friends. <laughs> I have white friends. Let me talk to my white friend about this, and I'll get back to yeah. you. <laughs> We say everything to that we say on the show to our white friends, so yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Uh, who's got Who's got next? Ugh, I have problematic ass Trevor. Uh, Trevor says, "Ooh, I bet you're all thankful you had the vixen on before she really showed her ass. How can anyone defend her behavior? She makes drag look bad. When I watch queens, I want them to be nice, honest, and humble." When are when are these queens going to realize they are nothing without fans? People shouldn't follow the vixen. Blah blah blah. That's like wow. the most triggering. Wait, okay. So wait, did he say offend? What did he say? defend? De- defend her? Yeah, he was like, how can you people defend her? Defend her? Yeah. Her um, I'm not defending her. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we have a well. We have um, our Megan McCain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's always contradicting the right. You know? Oh, calm the fuck down. Um, what was his question? It, oh, oh, wait. You want you want your drag queens to be humble and honest and, and nice? What? And nice. Well, let me, I have fucking news fuck? for you. None of them are like that. Like not one. <laughs> well, and like, <laughs> thank God I know this now, so that I can cater to what you want as a performer. Um, like that's um, just it. Like n- artists aren't born here Trevor. to give you what you want. They're here's, here to say what they need to say. Here's what I have here's, to. Uh, here's what I have to say though. None of these bitches are honest. I <laughs> keep going, girl. Yes. I don't want critiques or advice from people who just watch drag queens. Right. So you don't understand what it is to be a drag queen if you are just watching it on your television. So um if you have and, and and if you have this like notion that uh drag queens are like that in your head then you're not watching RuPaul's Drag Race because 
everyone proves that's wrong. Like Rachel's not wrong when uh, she says that we are terrible because look, we are men who dress as women. That's silly. I mean, that's what I love the most about the Vixen every time she tells Eureka she's a grown ass man because we are. And so the thing is, is men are dicks. All right. (laughs) Also, why does what the Vixen does change your whole opinion on drag? Like you sound stupid, Trevor. (laughs) It's true. The millennial. The Vixen makes drag look bad. You make our listeners Uh look bad, Trevor. Trevor, whatever your name is. No, do you know Trevor's the dude in the back that doesn't tip any of the drag queens but has notes for all of them? Yeah. Or he's the one that stands back there and is like, that one looks like if Naomi Smalls had a baby with a horse and a Chinese lady. Yeah, fuck Trevor. Uh Yeah, Trevor. Hashtag fuck Trevor. Halfway, like decent thing in there that I can agree with is that uh, Winter Queen's going to realize they're nothing without fans. That's I do agree that a celebrity is nothing without their followers. I mean, that's true. No, that's true, but also that doesn't mean but that they have time, to give like, up their existence for them. Well, just because... Sorry, what? They don't have to give up their existence for their fans, though. That's all I'm... That, I mean, like... Well, they, go ahead. My thing is that, like, just because you're not a fan of that kind of drag queen, okay, you know, she's gonna find people who are fans of her. Yeah. Like, as an artist don't compromise what you do because why placate to those who don't understand your full message when there are those out there who will those are the people you want to connect with and (coughs) trevor you're not connecting with these queens then maybe you'll find a queen that you do connect with you know probably a white one nice and uh you know honest and humble and white you like, and Gabrielle should get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's wrapping it up, guys? I'm wrapping us up. Oh, I have a good one. All right. This is from John. This show. I think you're all the best. I want to send you a quick note to thank you for having the Vixen on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you'd been on a time or two before, and I searched out those episodes. She sounds just as real now as she did then. I was also wondering who you dream who uh, excuse me. I was also wondering who your dream interview would be. Keep up the amazing show. I wish I was closer to Chicago so I could see your live show. That's a good question. Oh, that's nice of you. You can donate money though. Um, Who's our dream queen? Dream interview. Kim Kardashian was. Be a queen. It could just be a dream interview. Um, I think that I would want to talk to Madonna. That's a good one. I yeah, like that that's one. That's a great one. If I it's love- a if it's a dream, is it living or dead? Like, are oh, we, I like, think you're, it's dream a dream. Place? You could do whatever you want. This is okay. your world, oh, Lucy oh, Wack. Oh, oh, I want to uh, say David Bowie. Yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. Rachel, who would you want to talk to and tell they were wrong? <laughs> David Bowie's not wrong. Uh, Charlie XCX. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be a good one, too. Yeah. But I wouldn't tell her she was wrong. I would tell her she's right about everything. All right. Does she hate I don't men? know who that is. She does. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> she's a that? really good singer. You should singer, songwriter. You should look her up. She makes great pop music. Great Tina, pop I'm music. Sure, I'm sure you've heard songs by her. Who would, who would you want to interview in a perfect world, Tito Bonito? I always have to say Lisa Left by Lopez. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah. going to be Wait, her or oh Lucille Ball. Maybe Mariah Carey for me. I'm sorry. Oh, well, you can That's change why. it. It's oh, a dream. I don't need you to can... come for that episode. You can... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I would, yeah, I think Kim Kardashian would be mine. Okay. I just think she'd have you a lot. You said it. We heard you. I think you. she'd have a lot to say. <laughs> we heard what you I, I think Rihanna would be the jam, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She'd be yeah. good. You know, I would love Michelle Obama. Oh, that would be yes. great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, could you imagine Michelle Obama coming on the Tony Soto show? <laughs> oh, my God. She would be like, no, please don't tell anyone I was on this. We're just smoking, <laughs> yeah. we're just smoking all the weed, just having a good time. Uh, Tito, did you have a good time? Who was yours? I said Madonna. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thanks oh, for heard... actively listening, though. It's <laughs> no, good that we communicate. You'll cut that part out. Hi, uh, did you have fun? I have always a good time with you. Yay, it's so good to have you back. Why don't you tell people what you have going on? Uh, right now, I am going, like I said, to Miami. You can always find out everything that I'm doing at TitoBonito.com. You guys pretty much covered it in this episode. So if you're in Vegas at the end of May, it's going to be Burlesque Hall of Fame. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Lucy Wack. Tony Soto. What do you got going on, Queen? Oh, uh, I, I'm just like, <laughs> You're hey, always what, surprised what, the show what, is what, over. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want it to end. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, this weekend, I am preparing for the 
uh, Show Me Burlesque Festival yeah. that's going to be occurring the following weekend, uh, which I have been, or excuse me, Dusty Balls has been accepted, uh, amongst many, many other local celebrities. Um, and uh, it's, Ooh, it's she's a like local best. celebrity. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> local to my house. Um, <laughs> the it's uh, it's actually one of the best festivals out there as far as performing goes it it's is. great great workshops great shows it's an amazing night it's hosted by uh, lola vanilla and uh geez louise is a big part of it the greatest. it's a huge huge really great thing Shout so tickets louis. in st louis people Fan- <laughs> 17th 18th 19th fantastic rachel uh i uh you know i haven't had a day off since march 18th you look great <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I'm working in Berlin on Friday, so if everyone could give me all of their money so I could take a day off, that would be awesome. That's right. Give her all your money. She deserves it. Uh, Maxwell. <laughs> um, I'm going to be at DragCon this weekend being Slaytina McGee with Tony Soto <laughs> and crew. So that'll be fun. You could see me and um, touch my arms or something when I'm there. <laughs> Um, if not, Gross. I'm there. I'll probably I'll be like socializing all weekend. So say hi. I like saying hi back. And I'll be in Beverly Hills working too, in between all of those things too. Wow. And I won't be here next week. So if you miss me a lot, um, you could just send me money at the Maxwell Esposito <laughs> Venmo. Yes, Venmo. There she goes. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, f- find us at DragCon. I think our table is E10. We're going to be there on the 11th, 12th, and 13th. And uh, on the 13th, come out to Precinct at 10 p.m. for this party's lame, uh, hosted by me with my lineup: Pinche Queen, Lucy Stool, and Shea Coulee. And then if you haven't had enough drag on the 14th, come back to Precinct for popularity contest for your chance to win the possibility $1,000 at the end of the year. Um, uh, Always follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Venmo at The Tony Soto Show. And if you aren't tired of listening to me here, go listen to me on the Gay Power Half Hour with my good Judy Casey Lai. Until next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Adios. Ciao.